Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. Um, it's the 24th of August and I'm now going to run through key developments in the markets last week and also our thoughts on markets going forward. Well, actually, uh, global equities um, were pretty quiet last week, at least uh, overall. Um, they're edged higher, though there was some excitement beneath the surface and there was quite a marked divergence between what uh, technology stocks did and what the UK did. Uh, first of all, technology stocks, um, they, they were up around 2.5% or so last week. And actually the FANGs, the mega cap um, technology stocks, the likes of, of Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix and Google, these are up to the tune of 8% last week. Um, so pretty marked out performance. And this is in contrast to UK equities, which were actually down a couple of percent or so, or 1% or so last week. So what's going on? Well, in a way, this divergence we saw last week is just a continuation of a trend we've seen the whole of this year. Um, year to date, uh, global tech stocks have outperformed uh, by over 30% now, whereas UK stocks have underperformed global equities by around 20%. Um, and very much, this is actually not just a trend actually you've seen so far this year, but it's been going on for considerably longer. And actually, we passed a rather depressing milestone for the UK last week in that we saw the valuations of um, Apple, um, the market cap of Apple um, exceed 2 trillion, shot past 2 trillion. And what that means is that Apple is now worth more than the entire FTSE 100 index in the UK. Um, part of this is down to the fact that um, Apple has obviously done astonishingly well over the last couple of decades. But it's also down to the fact that the UK performance over the last couple of decades has been pretty disappointing. And you can see that in the fact that the market cap of the FTSE 100 is actually unchanged, pretty much unchanged from where it was 20 years ago. So where do we go from here? Well, in terms of tech, um, definitely in terms of the big the big names, um, valuations are getting on the high side. But for tech more generally, we still think um, the secular growth headwinds are very much in its favour. Um, and valuations, they moved up, but they're still not, to our mind, um, particularly excessive. So for the moment, we are planning to keep our specific exposure to tech, despite the fact that um, for tech stocks, or the biggest tech stocks, um, valuations are now on the high side. Um, in terms of the UK, um, valuations, the reverse really of what's going on with tech valuations are on the cheap side. Um, PE ratio for uh, UK stocks is some 25% below that for global stocks. But really, if we think to need to be turning significantly more positive on the UK, you really need to have a catalyst in mind. And that's where the problem is. We don't really see a sort of big event um, on the horizon, which is going to turn sentiment towards the UK much more positive. So we remain somewhat positive, somewhat cautious on the UK. Um, it's not all bad news on the UK. Um, the data we had out last week was actually quite positive. Uh, we had business confidence picking up further in August. Um, it's actually at a close to a seven-year high. It's now higher in the UK than it is in the US and Europe. But I think you do have to be a bit cautious about interpreting these business confidence numbers at this stage in the cycle. Um, and really, I don't think you can say much more than that 
UK confidence improved further in August. Um, but you also actually did see um, retail sales supplies on the upside in July in the UK. Um, sales were actually now higher than they were back in um, back a year ago. Um, the one sort of reason why we're not sort of jumping up and down about this stronger than expected data is that even though you are probably now going to see a hefty bounce back in GDP in the third quarter, it's probably not going to sort of uh, recoup more than, say, 60% of the massive decline you saw in the second quarter. And also the easiest part of the recovery is now behind us. Um, you've got the government furlough scheme coming to an end over the next couple of months. And also you've got probably um, the initial pent-up demand after lockdown being exhausted. So very much we think um, the pace of the recovery, both in the UK and indeed elsewhere, is going to slow over coming months. And obviously, in the case of the UK, we've also got Brexit. We had the latest round of UK-EU trade talks last week. Uh, they ended on a fairly sour note, uh, no progress. And it does look like we're heading either to um, a bare-bones trade deal or possibly no trade deal at all. And maybe this won't be a disaster, but certainly it's yet another unwelcome drag on the economy. So despite cheap valuations, uh, we do remain somewhat cautious on the UK. Moving on to sort of equities more generally, still very much think um, where they go from here depends on what happens with the virus. Um, and we sort of saw this um, borne out today. Um, equities are actually up a couple of percent this morning. And this because we had a couple of positive developments. First of all, we had news that a plasma treatment for patients who are hospitalised is going to be authorised in the States. And also talk that there could possibly be a vaccine um, authorised um, ahead of the presidential election. None of these are cast in, um, cast in stone um, and certainly neither of them are going to provide a silver bullet. But definitely at the margin, this is positive news. Against that, clearly, we are still seeing secondary spikes in infections. Um, the news on the US has actually improved a bit recently, just recently, following the spike earlier in the summer. But obviously in some European countries, uh, things are now spiking significantly higher. And also in some economies such as South Korea, which up until this point had done very well, we have seen a significant move up in infections. So still very much um, all to play for, as it were, um, and still quite unclear whether, as it were, we do see um, an effective vaccine released in the next few months, Alternatively, we see further increase in secondary infections. So where does this leave us in terms of our equity market views? Still um, thinking that equities, given valuations are pretty full, given the easiest part of the recovery is now behind us, they are vulnerable to a correction short term. But longer term, our view is um, economies will continue to recover and longer term, the upside for equities definitely looks rather rather more than for um, other asset classes. Okay, those are our views at the moment, and we'll be back again next week. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice, and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.